Welcome back to These Amazing Places. This is show 265 for the week of February 17th. Hey everybody, nice to be back with you again this week. On this week's show, I'll have a discussion that I just completed with Cameron and I, and it has to do with Universal, not only Universal in Florida, where all the buzz is going on right now, but we also uh, speak for uh, a little while about Universal Hollywood. And so Cameron's out there in California, and he's just had some friends who were recently there. So um, uh, we get into quite the lengthy chat about that and what's coming there. Of course, we also hit the uh, new stuff that's happening with the Hogwarts Express. Some updates for the Cabana Beach uh, Resort Hotel that opens on March 31st. We get through some uh, uh, some of the amenities and stuff again that you're going to find uh, coming up there. Give you some reminders about when Phase 1 and Phase 2 open. Do a little bit of chatting about uh, the Cabana Bay, which Cameron and I will be staying in uh, in September and we also give you some information comparing uh, ticket day prices to an annual pass a power pass for instance uh, in the Universal Park so hope you enjoy the discussion and I'll be back with you again next week Okay, everybody, uh, we are back, and by we, I'm talking about Cameron and myself. We are recording late on a Friday night here, and we're going to talk to you a little bit about the uh, happenings today with Universal Studios in Florida, Uh, but we're also going to start out here by talking uh, a little bit about Universal Studios in Hollywood. Cameron has a couple friends that just went in there recently and uh, brought back a little bit of information about what's happening over there, and Cameron's got some other stuff to add, so... We'll chat about that first, and then we'll head into Universal Studios Florida. So, uh, welcome back, Cameron. Hey, Doug. Good to be back. Good. It's always nice to be back, especially when we're getting ready to talk about Universal. There's yep. something about it. A lot it. of news today about that. So, anyway, uh, let's run through a few of uh, your notes here and stuff that you've got uh, with uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. And you can tell me what's going on over there. All right. I had a couple friends just come up recently. They came by this past weekend and uh there's a lot of construction going on around universal i don't know if anybody's ever been there but there's a big middle area that kind of had like games and the whole it had like a jaws area where you know the giant shark sits and stuff and that's all gone it's all gutted out and i think it goes all the way back to the to the amphitheater you've been to the amphitheater right yeah so they did take jaws out of there i wondered no, and not the ride. The there used to be like kind of an Amity area upstairs yeah. with like a lake. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. They had Amity in, uh, in uh, right. the, the actual Jaws, right? But the Jaws is on the the tram. It's weird because it's not really close to the ride, anyways. But they got rid of that whole area. All those restaurants that used to be in there. They kind of had like a Flintstones area with Flintstones barbecue and stuff. And I think that's kind of partially there. They said, but they said it's all gutted out. And I think I don't know exactly how the layout is gonna be kind of strange because i think the back of the amphitheater goes back towards that area interesting so it's, yeah it's, it's kind of confusing the universal's layout out here is really it's really kind of complicated well because so. i think they kind of started and they've had to work their way backwards to build the park because all yes, i remember exactly. at the time was the amphitheater and so they're building well they were building around that but now they've torn it down so 
correct? They've torn That's it down. That's completely gone. What's weird is because I've always we've always gone to the amphitheater through the entrance. I don't know if you have. I always went there through the entrance. Yeah. So I, I for well. some reason I assumed that Harry Potter was going to be at the entrance of the park, which doesn't make any sense because you don't want a big crowded area at the entrance of the park. No, that's exactly right. That's just yeah. a nightmare. Nobody ever like gets in. Going outside the park. So I, I was like, I don't know how they're going to do this, but they're doing it kind of deep inside the park. It, it'll be interesting to see it. But I heard the, I guess the the ride building went up finally. So Forbidden the, Journey? Forbidden Journey, yes. Yeah. The Forbidden Journey ride. So it's, it's up now. It still, still looks... Doesn't look like it yet, but. So is it steel, or do they actually have it wrapped in anything yet? No, it's all steel and okay. it's, it's all bare. Heck but it, it was big news because it's big news for us. Well, yeah, um, I think it should be. Yeah. I understand though too. You guys are gonna have some different restaurants, I think, and some other things. I don't know. If... Yeah, and you know what? They said that each Harry Potter land and each Universal is gonna have like a big, a different piece, like something that it, that some... only it has. And yeah, I heard something it's gonna that makes be it... the. Yeah, this is going to be the Great Hall. The Great you know, where Hall, yeah. They have yes. their meals and stuff. Oh, okay. So instead of you guys having probably uh, was it three broomsticks, then you'll have the Great Hall. Yes. That's yes. awesome. That's actually yeah. a great idea. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, that'll uh, be that'll be neat to do. So, um, what else do we got? Despicable Me. That's about to open. Actually, they're going to have. I just tweeted something out about um, annual pass holders having previews. I think at the end of the month. Really? Yeah. And we should, but you know what? Let's just throw that in there now, okay? What's the deal with being an annual pass holder there? Oh, the annual pass holder right now because there's a lot of rides that are down. The Simpsons is down. Um, there's there's probably only like four or five things you can really do there. So but so they have a deal right now where it's buy a day get 2014 free. And the day is basically 84 84 dollars, right? Yeah, $84. That's what you're paying for a normal day ticket, but you'll get the rest of the year free. And if you live outside of Southern California, you must buy this offer online. So it's just as simple as going online and buying the ticket online, which you should be doing anyway, kind of. Yeah. Well, I would think even people that live local, I mean, would probably buy their ticket online and just go in that way. Um, yes. So, I mean, for $84, is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, would you I'd think... say it is. Um... I guess it, a lot of it depends on, too. I mean, you could be really buying in, kind of if you were buying stock, you're buying low, and every time they open up uh, an attraction or anything, another section or land to that park during the year you know, 2014, your stock price is going up. Yeah, but keep in mind, this pass does have blackout dates. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll go through That's the one the here in thing. Florida. So, yeah, I know a lot of the blackout dates seem to happen in, uh, uh, I think, in July and August. Uh, on the one Mine's, I have it right here. It's two weeks in July, and it looks like a couple weekends in August, and then the couple, you know, Christmas to New Year's. But seriously, what's it like there in July, hot wise? I mean, is it... it's pretty hot. I yeah, mean, it just depends hot. on what. California is weird. You'll get a day where it's like 60 degrees and cool, and then the next day it'll be like 90 and hot. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, wouldn't you rather go in, well, September or October? Yeah, September, October is good. It's cool. It doesn't really rain. And that's when the lowest crowds are. And so yeah. if, you, if you went during those times, uh, then you're not in blackout. And at the same time, I mean, the crowds are low. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, on a slow day there, I mean, me and my wife went a couple times, and we were done by two or three. We did everything. Multiple times, actually. Interesting. 
So, Simpsons, is it done there? It's just down No, there? no, Simpsons is down because they're making it just like the one in Orlando. They're going to put the games in front of it. And I think do a little bit of the Springfield. I don't know how they can do the whole thing. I was going to say, Maybe they uh, can do the whole thing. Are I, they doing I, the food court thing and all that? I, I'm not sure about that one. Okay, well, that stuff we'll follow up on later. Um, it, yeah, and you know what? It, it sounds like they are. I mean, why not? Right? So, what is, I mean, do you know offhand what is open there right now? I'm going to say King Kong, right? Yes, King Kong is open. Let me tell you what's down. Okay, King Kong's open. Earthquake is still open. That's on the tram. Jaws is not on right now on the tram. Um, you know, it probably okay. was on when you went on it. You know the spinning room that used to be Avalanche? Yeah. That's called the Mummy now, and that's, I think, gone, too. So, and you keep saying on the tram. Like, yeah, on the tram. So you're not These getting... are like little kind of attractions on the tram. The tram is a really long ride. It's probably like I don't know, 45 minutes. And so it's like the backstage tour, right? Yes, the so backstage not... tour. But you go into like little sections with attractions. And that's, you know, in Florida they had their own attraction for each ride. You know, kind of Jaws and King Kong. This one has it all on one ride, basically. Really? Yeah. So you're not getting in line like queuing up to go on Jaws. And then queuing no. up to go on. Really? Okay. Yeah. So you go through the tram and then you'll like so you'll go like, through a bunch of set pieces. Okay, say it again. I'm sorry. The Jaws attraction. Let's say you're on the tram. What are you seeing? What are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, what are you doing? What's what... oh, you're not like in a boat like the one in Florida. You're, you kind of you kind of have this track over the over the Jaws Lake, and it's not it's not really intricate like the ride is in Florida too. It's just kind of a little scene where Jaws like eats. A scuba diver <laughs> eats a scuba diver that comes up, then he comes <laughs> by your boat and blows flames on your boat and kind of jumps up and blows water at you. Okay, now but that's but, kind of it. He just but, makes one pass at you, and then that's all you see. Wow. Okay, yeah. so it's basically like you're just riding through on the tram and seeing, for instance, that they're filming something. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what is okay? Just I'll let you keep talking here. I'm just gonna listen. That I just had to stop and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. You keep talking about uh, while you're on the tram, and I thought I don't understand here, but now I understand. Yeah, okay. you know what? I didn't even think about like people that wouldn't know that. I'm sorry. Um, I'll explain it. The tram is like you'll go through different, you, in maybe some sets where they're filming. You go through different areas in the park, kind of how I don't know if anybody's been on the, the tram ride at MGM Studios or Hollywood Studios. Forgive me. The tram and the studios is kind of like that, but this is the real tram. This one actually goes through movie sets, and they could be filming live. And there's little attractions between, like, kind of the movie sets. Like, you'll go through the sound stage, and it'll start shaking, and then it'll be earthquake. And then you go out, and then you visit more sets, and then you go into another set piece, and it's King Kong, and then Jaws, and then so on. So it's like that. Wow. So this is, I mean, <laughs> for them to open. Uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Simpsons, this is like a complete departure for them. Yes, because... but I think they need it because that ride, because nothing's really open, it's taking a big hit. I mean, well, it just sounds like everything is like a back lot tour. Yeah, not everything, just just the tram. Okay. But, yeah. Well, okay. And it's long too. I tell you, it's like forty-five minutes to an hour, I think. And you're just sitting on it and riding through the whole time. Yeah, you're sitting on it. has screens, so I, I think it's hosted by Jimmy Fallon, actually, but I'm not sure. Because <laughs> it's hosted by various kind of, you know, people currently that do, like, talk shows. And that, you know, I guess that would still make sense, because Fallon is still NBC, and NBC right, yeah. is yeah, yeah, universal. Yeah, you know what? It probably is him, then. Actually, that makes total sense. So there's, like, little screens to tell you. So you'll go buy a set piece that's, like, you know, let's say 
this is the doorway from you know Bruce Almighty. Then on the screen it'll show the scene that had those stairs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm blown away here. I, I mean I'd heard that they had a black backlot tour going on, and so I thought, well that's cool. But I didn't realize that a good portion of what you're no, seeing. No, and that's funny because you have in order to see King Kong and all those rides you want to see, you have to go on the tram. So if you don't go on the tram, you're not going to see that stuff. Okay, so what else is on the tram here? So we, we covered a couple of things. And... Well, that that's kind of it right now. I think they're going to add more. And they always add things and take things away. And it depends on what they're filming at the time. And they used to have the Desperate Housewives neighborhood. They might still have that. Who knows what they have now? I got to... It's been a kind of, I think it's been a year since I've been on it. I need to, I need to go back, which I plan on doing very soon. Yeah, I see, I don't watch, almost, I almost watch no TV, so I wouldn't have any idea. Uh, probably with a lot of the shows that might be filming. Yeah, well, they, they show film. a lot of stuff there. They use the sets for other movies and stuff, and they, they show those movies on the screen. It, it's really cool. Okay. That's, this sounds intriguing and completely different than what I would have expected. And so, yeah. but now when they open Wizarding World, that is going to be, well, just, you know what, just keep talking to them and we'll get into that. I'm blown away all of a sudden. Well, but. um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll add a lot to the park. I mean, the tram is okay, but like once you're off the tram, what do you do? Right. You know, okay. So the Wizarding World will really, will really help with that. And well, then the what do you do now if you're off the tram? What are you doing? Let's when see. you're off the tram, see, let me talk about what's down now. What's There's a lot of things that are down. Um, Simpsons is down because of that reason. And then... Um, well, actually, not, I guess that's it. <laughs> Just, I'm serious. I'm trying to think of more attractions Universal has, and, like, they don't. They have The Mummy, they have Transformers, and they have Jurassic Park, and that's kind of what makes out the other area of the park. You know, the giant part where the giant staircase is? It's kind of like, it's like eight stories of staircases. Okay, so let's go into uh, The Mummy. Is it The Mummy ride, just like in Florida? No, it is not like the one in Florida. The one in Florida is, I'd say it's a lot better. Okay, so what's this the mummy in, in California? It's like, you know how you go, it's, I don't know, it's really different. It's really, it's a lot shorter, because I don't know if they had enough room for this one than they had in the other one. Um, it only has one launch, and then you kind of launch, and then you go to the end, and then you go backwards. And then that's it. And I think they take you backward in the one in, in, in Florida. I yeah, and I, but I think they take you backward on a different track. This one okay. takes you backward on the same. Thing. Wow. Okay. So okay. So I don't have... know, but I'm not quite sure about that. This one, it's just the same. It's like you know the boomerang rides where it goes forward and then it goes backwards on the same track. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. So uh, it's okay. really short. So what else do we have then? We have mummy. Mummy Tran Transformers. Transformers exactly is cool. So that's cutting edge. Yeah. That's new stuff. Yeah. Okay. I forget. You haven't been on that yet, huh? No, I have not. Okay. That's true. I see. I keep forgetting about that one. I'm not like, uh, you know, a Transformers fan, but I'm a fan of, you know, cool technology. And yeah, so, and if you like Spider-Man, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I mean, when I'm not ready to throw up on myself on Spider-Man. Yeah, so. get that motion. Oof, stuff. man. Yeah, anyway. So anyway, it's all right. But then Jurassic Park is down there, too, and that's kind of the... the the downstairs right area. I'll get a map maybe we'll show everyone. It's kind of hard to describe the layout of the Yeah, and then we should just put the map up on Flickr and people can go yeah, on and take a look. Yeah, because it's, I don't know. It's yeah, okay, just hard so, to explain because it's kind of upper area and two lower areas. Okay, and so Jurassic Park, does it have the water ride? Yes, and that's that's basically all it is. It doesn't have its own land. But you know what? I heard there's a difference between this Jurassic Park and that one. That um, 
in this Jurassic Park, there was a part where the T-Rex breaks to the roof, and he's kind of just trying to gnaw at you from the roof. Well, and that kind of happens. He doesn't really break through the roof, but he's hidden in the dark right before you get ready to go down the hill. Yeah, see, we have that part too, but we have an additional part. Ah, oh, okay. I have to go on it and get video. I'll have to show you guys. That sounds cool. Yeah. Okay, so because yeah. Our, our raptor scene isn't really good. You guys have a better raptor scene that's lit better, I think. Ours is just not scary. It kind of, kind of looks like broken animatronics, and it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It does. It looks bad. It looks like I don't know if you've ever seen the Goofy movie, but like those possums. That's exactly what the kind. Of that's funny. Like. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah, some broken down. It's and so, not, is that the, like a land around it, or is it just an attraction? It's it's kind of it's a ride, a shop, and a restaurant. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So okay. So what do we have then past there? And that's 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 all that's in the lower area. There's a couple shops down there. There's like an arcade. Um, I can't think of really anything else. Then you go back upstairs, and I don't know if you know the Conan Castle. That's still there, but that's not being used. I, I almost think it's going to be used for Harry Potter. So Conan, like Conan the Barbarian? Yeah. Do you remember going there and seeing that? That's no. way old. Yeah. Well, I, you, say it's way, <laughs> you say it's way old, but I don't think it was even there when I was there. Really? Okay. I don't think. I'd like to look that up. I mean, I was yeah, there. Yeah, it used and... to be Conan the Barbarian. It was because it's a giant castle, and there's been various things in there since then. Like, I think it was Fear Factor recently. It might still be Fear Factor, but yeah. it's just ever since the Conan thing, I've it's been kind of honestly awful. <laughs> I mean, everything in that building. So huh. I, I hope they really turn that into something good. And then past that is the Animal Actor stage. They have that one too. I think it's the same thing. Um, then after that, it used to be the Terminator ride area, but now it's going to be Despicable Me and this, uh, what is it, Super Silly Fun Land? Also, oh, they're going to have a Despicable Me land. Yeah, it's, it's a whole land. It's not just That's a great a idea. Ride. It's called Super Silly Fun Land. They have a logo for it and everything, and I don't know what they're going to have. It's yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that they in Florida should have minions, like robot minions or something, just running around the streets yeah. doing stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be really cool. And, and my friends that went in there, they said it looked really neat over there. Like, the house is there, and, like, it's not just a house. It has, like, a neighborhood, like, houses next to it. That's so. super. That's so all Yeah. Oh, yeah it's, okay. So that sounds great. Sounds like we're heading in the right direction there. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really have much to talk about. I mean, they, they had a great time there, at least. I mean, they said that it, it looked really cool what they were doing. And it didn't – they said there weren't any crowds, so that was kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, so – yeah, they probably people just ran all things to do. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, but she said during the day it was just well, it's just kind of nice to know that there's a place you can go, like a well, park okay. that you just kind of relax. In I've got one thing. Are there hotels close to it? I don't know, honestly. There's a Sheridan, Universal Sheridans, right there. Okay, so, so if people wanted to stay somewhere close, they could do that. Yeah. But if they're staying and trying to do Disneyland, then they're gonna get a rental car and have oh, to drive. No, they're gonna. <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna take a long bus there. It's a really far. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know uh, why you would stay. In, if you're gonna stay and go to Universal Hollywood, honestly, I'd say just like visit L.A., do all the L.A. stuff kind of you want to see, and all the Hollywood stuff, Griffith Observatory, and I don't know Dodger Stadium. That stuff's up there. But if you're gonna go to Disney, you come down here and make it like kind of a separate trip. Right. That's like, you're gonna be all, you're gonna be in traffic, and you're just not gonna enjoy yourself. I mean. Imagine in traffic before you get to the lines before, before you get into the park. That's just a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? Too, I'm looking here in your notes. You have uh, Project Three Four Zero 
That's for you guys. Okay, good. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead here. No worries. All right, so uh, technically that's kind of what's happening. Um, Yeah, that's kind of it, guys. And do you think that much of the other stuff is going to open in 2014? I guess I'm looking for value. No, I think all of the Despicable Me stuff is opening. Let me go. I'm trying to find the date again on my... That's okay. And, you know, at any point, too, we can jump back. I have it right here. Okay, it's... um. Reserve reservations by March 27th, and it says preview dates are 329, 330, 4, 5, 4, Yeah, it's going to open Oh, so they're right getting ready to open here within a month or less yeah. than a month. Okay, right. great. And you know what? I, I, um, I tweeted some pictures. Mice Chat, the Twitter, actually had a bunch of people go inside the ride today. So. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, so I think probably. So it's ready to go, I think, as soon as possible. For locals, this sounds like it would be a great deal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for 80, 84 bucks. I mean, yep. yeah, that's that's a pretty good deal for, especially for a local. Uh, the only deal is, is you still have to park, correct? Right, you still have to pay for parking. And yeah, it's probably going to be sixteen to eighteen dollars, like it is everywhere. So yeah, but if you split it with everybody in your car, there you go. That's true. There you go. Yeah, nobody splits though, because there's only me. I mean, <laughs> as far as that goes, I'm the only one who seems to have the money to pay for anything, so it all goes to me. Okay. Anyway. That's okay. Awesome. So, um, all right. Well, that kind of wraps up the uh, uh, Universal Hollywood. And so hopefully within a year, you think they're going to start having Harry Potter and stuff open? Yeah, they said 2015. That's their goal. So hopefully they'll they'll get it done by then. And I'll get a pass. I'll probably get a pass, honestly. I'll... We're looking to go within the month, guys. So I wonder if well, they'll show any kind of loyalty thing that if people buy a pass now, uh, their upgrade maybe when Harry Potter is done would be less. Yeah, they would be smart too, because honestly, that's the one thing like Disney doesn't really do. So that'd be great. Yeah, that's kind of like yeah something that you're right. Disney doesn't do in some ways looking out for for the customer or showing loyalty, and they tend to. I mean, I saw them talking about some of that with annual pass holders uh, in Florida. But they right. haven't really, I mean, there were some rumors, things that came out, but they haven't really done anything about it. They do like kind of events, maybe, but other than events. Well, and you just said there's an AP event for Despicable Me. Is that what it was? AP yeah. event for something. Okay. So that, I mean, that right there is kind of cool. If yeah, you, it is. But once again, you'd probably want to be a local to, I can't imagine me coming from, you know, wherever, Ohio to come and see, uh, to come and see Universal uh, Hollywood. I honestly, I would go and see Disneyland maybe, and then run up and check it out. But yeah, yeah, it's not, probably not something I would want to run back again real quick and see. Not yet. Maybe in maybe in a year. Yeah. And then the ticket prices will go up. Well, then your paycheck will go up too. There you go. Um, yeah. So uh, let's see here. So uh, you guys don't have a city walk though, or anything like that, right? Yeah, we do have a city walk. In really? fact, it's just—it's not—it's not the same shops or anything as the one in Florida, but it's the same kind of layout. But instead of like kind of splitting at the end at two parks, it only goes to one park. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds. And Doug, if you have handicapped parking, you can park at the front of City Walk, where the entrance to the park is. Okay. Yeah, well, so you don't have that whole long way to walk down for City Walk with like the wheelchair and stuff. You can just yeah, park your car, get the wheelchair up, and almost go towards the entrance. That's really something cool. I've never checked into within Disney or any of the Florida parks. Handicap parking, how close it is? Because I yeah, you know, stayed, honestly, you know, I think they're all far. Epcot's probably the closest, I think. 
Huh, okay. I keep forgetting you don't know about the parking situation sometimes. No, because I've always stayed on site. Right. Uh, I guess I stayed off site a long time ago, but I stayed in a couple off site places that bust okay. us in and did stuff like that. Yeah. So, okay. Well, hey, we'll move on then to, uh, to Florida. So, uh, let's get into here talking about. Might as well just hit the information that came out today about the uh, uh, Hollywood, Hogwarts Express and the stuff that's going to go on with it. So, uh, you want to give some general information here that you've heard as we've gone through the day, or have you heard much? Um, I heard it's just um, the capacity is really high, like 200 people yeah. per train. I, I like that a lot. And I, I did hear that they built the things so they still look just like the cars that you would see yeah it's like you're not in seats all facing forward you're in like the chamber like they were kind of in the movie okay so then what i've heard is basically that when you get in uh okay first of all let's go this direction i've heard that they they got the effect down to where you actually do walk through the wall and end up in another place oh yeah i heard that's awesome yeah Yeah. that's gonna be ridiculous (laughs) okay so then uh you get on the train at first, you can see through the windows on the train because, of course, you can see the King's Crossing or you can see the train station where you're at. And so then as you begin to take off, I guess the windows polarize in the train car. And then you begin to see film footage or not just film footage, but you get begin to see a special footage uh, of special effects and stuff that are made uh, for the next six minutes on your ride. And there's a lot of stuff that you can see along there. Like, uh, see, I don't remember these. I don't remember the characters that well. You can remember, you can see uh, Harry, not Harry, I'm sorry. Fred and George Weasley, they're flying by. And then Hagrid, Hagrid will go by. Hagrid's on his motorcycle, right? Yes, correct. Okay, that's what I had heard. And you know what? This effect kind of is done on cars. I don't know if you've you've seen the video, but I do have video footage of um, kind of Ramones. Yes, when you go past Ramones, that's coming that's up on the, Daily I think Disney. that's the same effect because it's kind of 3D, and, and you don't capture it well on film at all. But in person, it kind of moves with the car. It's kind of hard to describe, but I understand the 3D they're talking about because there's no glasses, right? There are no glasses. No, they wouldn't need to, right. I guess. And I think that's yeah. all right. I mean, it's probably better that they don't Oh, you'll do see 3D. it. It looks good. It's kind of like the 3DS. Have you seen that 3D? I have not seen the 3DS, no. Okay, okay. But it works without glasses, I take it, correct? Yes, absolutely. There's there's depth perception. It's kind of hard to describe. Okay. Well, I just think that the fact that you're immersed in this car and riding along is going to be awesome. I don't know if you're, you've seen many of the movies, Doug, but there's a part where the Dementors take over the, the car or whatever, the movie. In yeah, the and they're walking through car the, car, the movie, right? And like it gets really cold, cold and frosty, and I heard they're going to change the temperature to really cold when they appear. That'll be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hope. I hope that they do that. Well, you and I are going to have to ride it back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. At least for Keep a little while. Line. We'll try to pick yep. up as much as we can as to what's happening. Um, yeah, that's what I'm hoping to be able to do is to ride it as many times as possible. And the only thing is it's eight people per cabin. I don't know if they can get a cabin where we can just film, maybe. I don't know <laughs> what to ask. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to find out. If nothing else... We can we'll get just slip them where... a 20 and we'll say, give us a cab. Oh, I mean, if we can just film the window even. I mean, you get a picture yeah. of the cabin as we're loading and then film the window as we're going along. Yeah, and we'll I, show you guys That's the one thing stuff. I did not hear. Are they going to be playing separate, like, random scenes? I had heard that at one time, but in the stuff that came out today, 
They it doesn't really... sound like it. I no, don't it think didn't, so. didn't, did it? Sounds like maybe no. the same film each way? Yeah, that's what I think. And so I we agree. wouldn't need to ride it over and over again if it is the same film. No, no, just to take two or just to have fun, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just to see the train station and film all But did you and... hear that it's going to be a separate line than it is to Diagon Alley? Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, Jim Hill said that on his podcast. He said that... There's going to be a kind of a way into Diagon Alley, and there's going to be a different way into the Hogwarts Express. So when you go on the Hogwarts Express, you know, from Diagon Alley, you have to leave Diagon Alley and then come back in through another gate. So that's a way of controlling crowd flow. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty smart. When they said that, I was like, oh, that's a good idea because then you don't have people, oh, I want to get on the Hogwarts Express. They go in this separate line that's totally in a different place. That's awesome. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and now they did say they'll have two two trains running. And two trains running, six minutes each, 200 people per train, so that's 400 people. Then that's when, pretty good. I think it's good ride capacity. It's like pirates. Numbers, so technically, right? when one train's pulling into the station, the other train will be running. And so I wonder, they, I, I don't know, Doug. I almost think they have to leave at the same time. Really? Because they're on the elevator. I, I don't know. Just the, way, just the way it's supposed to work, because it's six minutes each. That's why I don't think it's randomized, because... Think about it. You have to get there at the same time as the other train. Just, I mean, that's what I think. I'm not quite sure. Well, I heard, thought I heard something about when one train is pulling in, it's kind of hidden from the other one, and then the other one takes off. So they're basically kind of running in a... Uh, oh, see, that would be really smart because then you get twice as many people. And that's what they said. Okay. Yep. And so then they'll be running in a timed loop, basically. Oh, see, that's so cool. As soon as one pulls in, then the other one's pulling out. Pulling and maybe in, they have out. video prepared to, like, if something happens, like, it's delayed or something. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. If there's a problem. Yeah. They should always prepare for that stuff. That stuff always happens. I wonder, too. I mean, I didn't hear it, if it's going to be a real diesel engine. Cause they said it's supposed to bellow smoke. It said it's supposed to be steam. But it's supposed to be steam, yes. I wonder. Because right. that's going to be difficult. I mean, you don't just, you don't control, well, you don't control anything. That's combustible or steam. Right. I mean, you can yeah. have breakdowns. You I can think have that's problems. why it's kind of taking a while. I think that's going to take longer to kind of get on the ground than the, the ride, maybe. The Gringotts ride. Mm, yeah, well, especially with technology like that. that's You can have problems with it. Well, they had the Gringotts ride kind of up for a while now, which we can't see it. You know what I mean? They kind of did the Hogwarts Express yeah, thing they, they later. They stuck it way down the street to where it's hidden from view right now from everybody. Yeah, exactly. They, they got on that thing quick. Okay, well, uh, and so, yeah, we should make sure that we tell everybody that it is a, you cannot ride the train unless you have a two-part pass. Um, so that's going to be a must if you want to ride the train. That's probably why it's in a separate line, too, actually. That makes more sense. That's, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I still think crowd control It's a great idea. Because then yeah. if people are just waiting to get on the train, you're kind of eating up people by putting them in a line and taking them out of the cities on both ends. Yeah, that's a good point. That's that's 400 people right there that are not in the park or in the yeah, either which place. isn't a lot. But I mean, technically though, you're eating up 400 every it's six minutes lot. on it's each end. It's a lot. <laughs> that's true. I mean, it really. That's funny. I like to I mean, think, think about, about how how small the Hogsmeade Village is and 400 people. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, they said uh, what Diagon is only set to to fit like 8,000 people at a time. And you know what? I think the problem is too. Nobody goes on the dragon ride. The Dragon Challenge to yeah. get crowd enough. Yeah, I think that, that ride never has a line. I really see that ride as, I don't know, maybe going away or them doing something else with it at some point. Yeah, and it, I think it's okay. Not, now that it's not dueling, it really isn't anything special. The dueling part really was what made it cool. 
And so, well, that's what I heard somebody talking about. Are there any attractions there that could go away? That And, of course, they just got rid of... Uh, uh, was it Honey Dukes? Honey Dukes is the candy shop. So no, it's Zonko's. Zonko's, there we go. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of in the same shop, but they just closed out the Zonko side. And, and I guess Honey Dukes is going to expand. So that proves that they are willing to get rid of things. Yeah, and yeah, right away, too. And I'm glad I got pictures of the area. I'm going to have to show you guys those. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because I... I, I can't. We don't. I don't think we went in there, and so therefore. And think about that. I was just there too, and it's gone. That's kind of crazy. Well, I like the fact that they just okay. They're not wasting time. They're not milking this thing. They just pull the trigger on it, and they're changing it up now. Yep. Okay. Let's see here. So, um, the other stuff I wanted to get into here quickly. You know what? Too. I think we should give props out to um, Jim Hill and Touring Clan. So if people go out to uh, uh, Disney Dish with Jim Hill podcast. Uh, you can look it up also through touringplans.com. Uh, they actually did an exclusive today. Jim Hill was actually able to ride the attraction. So him with Len Tusty, they gave a lot of information that nobody else has right now. So um, that's I think that's more what we try to be about. I'm more trying to be about uh, helping people to afford to be able to get into the parks and have a good time while they're in the parks and less about trying to break you, you know the, get you the breaking information. But breaking information is also fun to hear. And so I want to give props and tell people to go over there and check that show out. I think it is show 57, I believe. Let me look it up real quick here, just so people know. Uh, it is, yes, show 57, Hogwarts Express Video Effects Preview. And that is the, yes, and I, the unofficial I appreciate guide. The, the money, sorry. No. I appreciate the money thing, Doug, I just want to say, because, ladies and gentlemen, this guy is going to help me not kill my bank account in Florida when I go... Well, and mine too. Listen, I, I said it before. Um, I don't know what other podcasters have uh, financially, but I don't have that. <laughs> so uh, when I go and I do this stuff, uh, listen, I wish I could not worry about breaking the bank. But at the same time, there's a, there's a good thing about that. It, it tends to make me refine down costs and get the most out of each trip. And so hence I try to pass that on to other people. Uh, when we get into talking about it. So I love hearing about the stuff. I loved hearing Jim Hill and Len today talk about the what's going on with Hogwarts Express and him giving breaking information and all that. But at the same time, I'd rather let them pass that on and I'll tell people about it and then we'll get on to talking about how we can save you money and help you, you know, enjoy the parks and relive it by some of the uh, audio shows and stuff like that that we do. So I'm more into that, I guess. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. And that show, by the way, is the Unofficial Guides Disney Dish with Jim Hill. So ch check that out. It's a good show. Anyway, uh, let's get back to what we were talking about here. So on to uh, Universal. I wanted to uh, give some information here, first of all, about costs and thinking about what it costs to get into the parks. And so right now, uh, of course, we're going to go into what it costs to buy a... Uh, one day to park hopper and right now for an adult that looks like it is $136 and $130 for a child so uh, one day to park hopper that's a lot of money and a lot of people are going to do one day they have a deal here to where you can buy uh, uh, two day and then they say they give you the third day for free and that is basically 58 66 per day or um, uh, 55.33 per child for a three-day pass. Let's just call it that, three-day two-park. 
And that sounds like a great deal. It's uh, going to wrap out to be about 160 some dollars probably. Uh, close to 180 some. And so let me get into what I'm going to talk about here next. And that is the cost of an annual pass. And why I think it's actually a better deal in a lot of ways. And when I say an annual pass, I'm going to talk about the annual power pass. And uh, so how that works is it's $199 if you buy just the power pass. Now the thing with the power pass is there are a lot of blackout dates in it, but if you can work your schedule out, it's far more worth it than just buying the two-day, two-day uh, pass to get into the parks, two or three-day. So for 199 bucks, the blackout days are going to be for Universal Florida. Blackout days are first, second, and third in January. Uh, let's see here, the 12th through the 25th in April. The uh, 19th through the 31st in December. And what it is, is it's those are peak uh, crowd times. And so do you, I mean, if you can swing it, do you really want to be there during that time? So that's a decision you have to make. Uh, let's see here. And for, uh, let's see here, for Universal Studios Florida, the other one I gave you was Islands of Adventure. For Universal Studios Florida, the blackout dates are going to be June 14th to the 30th, July 1st to the 31st, August 1st to the 14th. That's it for the year. So if you can swing all the dates in between and all the times in between, for $199, I think it's a fantastic deal. Uh, I think it's $212 with tax. So uh, if, you, if you have to go during the summer, you can jump to the next level of um, annual pass, which I think gets you, it's $279 for that, and it gets you into, I think, it, free parking after the first time that you go. So you're going to pay, I think it's 16 or $18 for the first time that you go. you got to park, pay to park, but then every time after that, you're not paying for parking. So that starts paying its way back immediately, and you're not going to have the blackout dates. So I just wanted to put that out there. If you look at the cost savings and you can swing the dates, you're only talking $40 more for the, uh, for the power pass uh, against just having a three-day pass to get into the parks. Anyway. So I wanted to put that out there. What do you think about that, Cameron? Do you think that sounds feasible or? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's only like what? It's like 20 bucks more. I mean, to go yeah, every day it's, year, that's it's pretty good. Exactly. And I always avoid the place on peak seasons, like like the plague. I never go at that. Well, it's just, and I know some people don't have that choice, and that's why I threw out the other right. price of a pass out right. there. But if you do have that choice and you can swing it, just keep this in mind. I mean, buy that thing and... Even if you think you're not going back, let's put it this way, for $20, uh, if you have an opportunity or you think you might have an opportunity to go back again, for $20, bucks, you have now you're now able to come right back in, go back into the parks again during the same year without turning around and buying tickets again. So I'm a big proponent on annual pass. Uh, I, even for Disney, even as expensive as it is, if you use it in a way... Um, uh, you can, in a lot of ways, you can actually make it return its investment fairly quick. So, anyway, yep, I've wanna... done that for mine. <laughs> yeah, yes, you, yes, you have. And if even anyone's have seen that, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, anybody, all you got to do is go out there on our YouTube channel and stuff, and or listen to a lot of the shows, and you're hearing a lot of stuff come back from California. You're going to hear a lot more too of audio and stuff from attractions. So, definitely, uh, uh, Cameron's finding yeah a lot of ways to use his. But even if you're not a local and you're flying down the annual pass even for Disney can be actually a pretty good deal. Uh, I think yep. the break-even point, if you do nothing else, is about 11 days. 
a year but now if you're using it for um uh discounts let's say on uh doing backstage uh tours and stuff like that you get discounts on those you get discounts on tickets for mickey's not so scary you get discounts on merchandise usually 10 percent, sometimes more you get annual pass uh you get early registration for run events yes uh, I do believe too. They're even they're turning out right now Magic Bands to annual pass holders. For yeah, Florida. I think that just happened, right? Yeah, that's just happening. So uh, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there are a lot of restaurants even without buying tables in Wonderland. There are a lot of restaurants where you're going to get a 10% discount just by presenting your annual pass. You're going to get parking for free by using your annual pass. You can also save a ton of money on uh, if uh, on staying in a lot of the on-site resorts. So. Uh, they they do throw a lot of discounts out there, a lot of times for annual pass holders. Sometimes they'll throw the same discount out for, um, let's say, you're going to the All-Stars. They'll throw a 30 or 35% discount out there for everybody. And when you first look at it at face value, you think, well, that kind of stinks because I'm an annual pass holder and they're offering me the same thing that they're offering everybody else who's not, who's just coming to the parks. But when you look at it as the pass holder and you look into the deal, you're getting things like... Um, uh, preferred room let's say you're staying in one of the all-stars and you might get a discount well a lot of times when you get a discount you're not an annual pass holder you're staying at the back of the at the back of the resort which means you know you got a half mile walk to get up to the buses well you when you're staying there as an annual pass holder the discount is usually a little bit more and you can get a preferred room a lot of times which means you're clear up front so that's a great savings I think even at that so I I'm still a proponent of it and as they open and get things together and do some more stuff there, uh, I still think it, it can be a good deal and you can work it out. So, anyway, let's see here. I did probably more talking there about Disney than what I planned on. Uh, you have anything I'm else? Sure, you want? I'm sure Roy doesn't mind. <laughs> no, he, he, I made him feel better there by just slipping that in, that Disney stuff for a little while. Roy's now relaxed and calm again, so we can go on talking now about uh, a little bit more about Universal. So, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to throw in to Roy, uh, Roy, uh, Cameron, <laughs> about the uh, about what you heard from Hogwarts and all that stuff today? Um, no, not really from that. I don't. I, I heard other things. You want me to mention that? Yeah, let's hear them. Uh, Project Three Forty. They said got. Um, this is this is more of kind of a Twitter thing. You see rumors and stuff. This project 340, they're saying they got okayed on for construction, and it sounds like it's the new. They're gonna build something having to do with King Kong, maybe in a Skull Island attraction. So it's all kind of speculation at this point. But they either it's gonna be one of two things I'm hearing. It's either gonna be Jurassic World, and I think the only problem is the movie coming out and how successful it's gonna be. Yeah, that's exactly or, right. right. They can end up or with the Lone Ranger effect. Right, the Lone Ranger effect. Uh, let's put Thunder Mountain on pause for Lone Ranger. Come on, guys. Anyways, uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, it's gonna be that or Skull Island. So I don't know. And Skull I hope, Island. And you know what, King Kong. I hope they don't do the one out here with the screen. I want the real live giant animatronic. <laughs> Cameron Seriously. and I were just going back looking at people's uh, YouTube videos from what was that like? 1999, 2000. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. That, a long time I'm sorry ago. that I remembered the attraction and it blew me away. I still think even in the video, it just looked. It looked. Yeah, awesome. I was like, I was like in tears. I was like, man, when is this coming? It's gone. It's completely gone. It's just yeah. And I was so. If hoping. anybody's ever been on the old attraction, it really kind of like it feels 
like you're being evacuated from a city. Like literally, it feels like you're being evacuated from a city. They they like freak you out, and there's all this stuff going on, and it's kind of chaos. Just and riding. I just hope they can duplicate that kind of urgency and stuff. Riding awesome. that that cable car. Well, it's not really a cable car. It's supposed to be like a subway car, and you're up yeah. in the air riding through the city. I just am. Oh, so cool. And then you're boarding. You're boarding it like it looks like a subway station. Right, and they're evacuating you. They they treat it like an evacuation. Yep. It's so awesome, man. It's so awesome. Yeah, it really was cool. And like they drop you from a pretty high place. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. It's just and it could be, you know, that they maintenance wise it was probably eating them alive, trying to keep those oh, big gorillas, you know, working. But I'm hoping they can do that though, because ours out here, it's not like the old King Kong. It's kinda like it's like a tube, and then there's screens on both sides. And you know what? It looks really cool. I got to give it that, you know. If you, like, want 3D technology, it's kind of like, you know how Star Tours is, but it's, like, kind of in your face. And, like, yeah. it has this perspective thing where it feels like the tram is rolling over and falling off a cliff. I mean, it's really cool. Which is just more, it's, though, honestly, because I, I – motion sickness, man. <laughs> yeah, and that's the only thing is this is all motion, you know. Yeah, it's just like, that same thrill like, kind of thing. Right. It feels like you're moving and – you're not really moving and all that stuff, so it may throw off your equilibrium. Yeah, and I know that that can be fun. I don't know. I, I guess I am more of the old school. I loved, I love those kind I of. Want to see something kind of in flesh and blood right in front of you? Yes, you know? exactly. Like it's you're immersed once again. This is immersed, yeah, and you exactly. look like. And I think, kind of, there's a lot of stuff right now that has screens. And I think if we just kind of, I hoping the future is getting kind of away from that and using maybe both. Because that's what kind of they. I think that's what Green Gods is supposed to use. Is kind of both, like the screen technology and the animatronic technology. Yeah, I'm hoping that they actually, yeah, build real. I mean, stuff around you. Uh, yeah, the stuff that you can reach out and touch. And yeah, I mean, as cool as the video screens are, they don't give you that idea. Uh, right. I mean, so they, we'll see what happens with that area. Hopefully, I never know, thought about that. Speculation though. at this point. Skull Island would be awesome. Yeah, that would be kind of cool because it goes right next to Jurassic Park, and I think, I think the idea is to kind of get rid of Toon Lagoon. Yeah. So. Well, especially I don't know, now because. The last uh, days of Toon Lagoon, maybe. What's the one thing that water ride there that keeps, I mean, caught on fire and, it's the one. Is that the you, Dudley Do Right yes, ride? Yes. It just broke down. They just had to bring in like. I, do, I actually like that ride, Doug. It's fun. You get soaked, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, you do. They they almost take you below the water level. It's kind of crazy. They spray water at you at the end too, right in your face. Oh yeah, I mean like you need a little more at that point. It's, yeah, people should go check the videos out of that. That's yeah. it's like you might as well just put people underwater. Oh, if you want me to be a guinea pig, I'll get back on it, man. I'll do a video on it. <laughs> See the video underwater floating and yeah, maybe stuff. if it's hot, maybe we'll try that out. Yep. Maybe at the end of the day, and then we can. I just can't believe on you've out. never been on that. How no, funny. Uh, Adam and I looked at it and we were like, "There's no way." We got like, oh, see, that's a thing, Doug, because I'm, I'm hot down there because I'm not used to the humidity. Yeah. I don't mind going on the water rides or getting soaking wet. So. Well, our thing was is always trying to protect the equipment. So we're like wrapping, oh. uh, <laughs> wrapping the H2 up in plastic bags and doing all kinds right. of stuff trying to protect the equipment. Oh, that's funny. So, okay. Yeah, and so getting that drenched is a little scary at that point. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would do. So, yeah, maybe, who knows, maybe if I'm feeling uh, uh, daredevilish, we'll give it a I shot. I haven't covered it yet. No, I know. That's true. <laughs> that's yeah. that's you can't say no to that. So no, I, I think I, you want to hear it, guys, right? Everybody or if I can just this. jump in a swimming pool and there we go. So, <laughs> yeah, we or should. if you want to go in the lazy river and now this is a good segue for Cabana Bay. Yes, yeah. See you look okay, good. You're good at segues. Me, I'm not a good segue person at all. <laughs> all of my off ramps would just leave people driving off cliffs. 
So anyway, alright, so Cabana Bay. Uh, let's get into talking about it a little bit. It actually opens on the March 31st. We've talked about it a little bit before, but there's a lot of stuff that, uh, that I think that I kind of left out. And so I'd like to you know talk about that a little bit more. So first phase opens uh, uh, March 31st. I think a lot of stuff is booked at this point, but you can get on a try. And I think second phase opens probably June 14th. I think it's what I'm seeing here. Second phase is the phase that'll have uh, the large swimming pool with the lazy river in it. So have you have you read much on this, Cameron? We are staying there, by the way, everybody. Cameron and I will be there. Yep. On uh, not much. I've seen a couple pictures, but that's kind of it. So and we'll be there on September the 17th and 18th. Yeah, September 17th and 18th. So we're gonna bombard the place to get pictures and video and all that stuff. And yep. Who knows? Uh, maybe we'll try to do something live from there. Anyway, so uh, the other stuff that they're going to have there is, uh, let's see, pizza. You can get pizza delivered to the room. They have a 10-lane bowling alley. That's the one thing I always forget to kind of throw out there. So if you want to you know, bowl and do something a little different, then you could do that. Uh, to get to the parks from there, you can use walking paths or you can ride uh, complimentary shuttle buses. So uh, I don't know like how long it can end up taking to use it, the walking path uh, or the shuttle buses and putting time of one against another. So I'll be curious to maybe try that out or maybe see some other people try it out and we can report back on that to see what, see what they're finding along the yeah, way. I don't know how far away it is, Doug. I'm not sure. Yeah, it could be a little ways. I don't know. Could it be much farther than walking, from, walking the path from uh, Epcot to uh, Hollywood Studios? That's like 25 minutes. Yeah. I can't imagine it'd be much more than that. No. So. Uh, it's kind of close together there, too, so you never know. Okay, and so now yeah. I just want to make sure, too, that I throw out there. There are no um, sit-down, like, type restaurants. Of course, you know, there'll be places you can eat, and there'll be tables there, but nothing to where you're going to be, you know, served, have a waitress and all that stuff going on. So I just want to make sure people understand that. Uh, let's see here, value price. I'm just reading through this a little bit. The family suite, suites uh, are come complete with kitchenettes or standard rooms, uh, plus a wealth of recreation with two huge pools, Lazy River, Bowling Alley, and more. Anyway, so that's just a little bit from their website. Right now, it looks like prices for the standard rooms are ranging probably around $119, I think. Uh, and that's, I mean, right now they're saying if you do it at length, at length stay, Around uh, five or six days, you actually save. You can save up to 25%. Um, I can't imagine doing five or six days right now. Then again, maybe you'd wait in line for two or three days just to get into yeah. Diagon Alley. So you'd need the yep. other three just to rest up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm trying to, I hope I'm not forgetting anything. It seems like every time I, oh. No, I think you got it, all right. And you will be paying for parking when you stay here. So remember that. $10 if per car? Uh, it's about $18. Believe it or not, I'm pretty sure that's wow. what they said. Yeah, and that right there kind of stinks. So if you don't have to have a car, you're probably better off to not have your car. Uh, and also, yeah, I did want to throw in there. Uh, there is, and I, I've given information about this before. We'll give it more as we get closer to this time. That Mirrors does run a shuttle. I think it's $16 each way if you want to go from uh, Universal to Disney or Disney to Universal. I'm just going to put out there again, if you're doing Disney, you're much better off if you're flying in 
to take Magical Express, stay in Disney first, take the bus over, uh, stay maybe a couple days in Universal if that's what you want to do, and then make your way back to, uh, to Disney so that you can use Magical Express to get yourself back. So I think that that can be arranged. I know that some people say, oh, if you have that break in between, then they won't take you back. But I am pretty sure that they'll still take you back because technically you're checking back in and checking back out again. So I think it will still work. Yeah, and you know what? The, everything there is pretty close together. I know living out here, everything's far apart kind of. So it's Universal and Disney World are kind of like two or three exits and not that far apart. Yeah, it's only, I think, 25 minutes away. Yeah, it's good. And some parks are closer, but I think from the Magic Kingdom, it's about 25 minutes. So, Right. Well, if you want to go kind of like off the freeway exits, it's like, it's only like, what, five, six miles? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not very far. No. Okay. And two, I guess we should give this. The Cabana Bay actually has the 50s, 60s feel to it. So when you're looking at rooms and stuff, if you don't know that and you go on and you look at some of the modeled rooms that they have pictures of up on Google and things like that, you're going to think, what the heck, man, is this? Because it's... Funny looking furniture. It looks like stuff I grew up with. So it looks like Mad Men. Everybody yes. likes Mad Men. Yeah, I've never watched Mad Men, but I I lived through this era. So when I see this, I think yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> and so I think it looks cool. It looks, I don't know, comfortable. And uh, I don't know for some reason it gives me that idea of of not so contemporary and a little more laid back. But we'll it's see. It's funny because the way it looks, I feel like you should have like TV dinners and stuff. Yes, like exactly. That. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe they should do something like that they should do something like that that'd deliver. be a cool, cool like gourmet inside the tv dinner thing. deliver that to that'd your room great. the tv dinner yeah just make sure they have it in that tin thing dude that's an awesome idea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can even bring you the tv tray do you know what Seriously. those are? Yeah, on a TV tray. Yeah, I think it would be awesome. They bring set the tray up for you, put your Talk TV in. about immersion. Immerse, immerse you into a time period. That's awesome. I think it would be so cool. Anyway, so yeah. I, I thought, too, they, yeah, them throwing the bowling alley in was a, a great idea. So it's kind of like you have Splitsville. And you, know what, and, also, and you know what? You guys know I'm a merchandise hound, so I'll get something. I don't know. If, they probably have Cabana Bay like bowling shirts. Oh, or yeah. Something. I was already thinking I'll have to have some stuff in there. You're going to have a wand, though, aren't you? Oh, I'm gonna have a wand. That is for sure. Do you have a wand already? Especially, I I have two wands already, actually. <laughs> but I heard the new wands are supposed to have RFID in them and interact with stuff. But honestly, I heard it once and I haven't heard it since. No, probably because. But they haven't because... talked about any of the merchandise really yeah, yet. Yeah, so RFID has become the demon in Orlando right now. Nobody wants to talk about it right. because of the RFID experience that people. Well, are seeing. honestly, I won't get another wand, but. We'll find out before we get there, but I, I'll bring one if I don't need to get one. Well, I'm telling you, um, Cabana and Diagon Alley and Hogwarts Express, those are the things that that have me really, I mean, on the edge of my seat, excited to see it and do it and all that stuff. Otherwise, we'd have just taken the bus over and taken the bus back. But And yeah. two, yeah, when I threw that in, the reason why I said stay at Universal for a couple of days, if you want to see the parts, first of all, you're going to need a couple of days, a couple, two or three days even. Uh, and that'll save you the bus trip back and forth each day if you want to do that. And it'll keep you immersed in, in their environment so you can see... And you get in an hour early. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's see, what it was. I knew there was something that I was forgetting yeah, to say. Yeah, because we're going to totally utilize that. That's why we stay in there, guys. And so you are and not, And it's just though. Harry Potter Land, I think, that's open early, which is perfect. Right, that's but, all you need. And But you are not getting uh, Express Pass 
and a lot of if you stay in the I deluxe. don't know if they have it anyway. You know, for the Express Pass, they didn't have it for Forbidden Journey when we went. Right. We almost bought it, but because they didn't have it for that, we're like, never mind. You know, too, it says in here, early park admission to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, one hour before the theme park opens. I wonder if they're going to, to not let you enter Diagon Alley early right now. I think that's just because they don't know when it's going to open. That, and I think it would be, they would, they're going to need to. They're going to have to. It's going to get people through and in and out, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You know what, honestly? Well, that's um, what I, that's what I think we should plan on doing, and what people plan on doing is like, if you want to go on Harry Potter, use that hour to, to exactly. its extent before the people get in. Yep. Use it as much as you can. Do well, what you can. Don't, I mean, try to go on the attractions and film everything. You don't necessarily have to eat and do all that stuff. Wait until everybody gets in to do all that other stuff. And there's a good chance without that hour, you're not getting into that park for some time. Right. If you're not staying on site and you don't have that hour, think about what happens, okay? They have oh, more yeah. than 8,000 people staying in their rooms if they're if they're even three-quarters of the way booked, I believe, at this point. Yeah. Which means that they could fill Diagon Alley with the people just coming in an hour early. So what's that right. do to the people coming through the gate? Exactly. Which, well, luckily, and honestly, this is what happens to me in Florida, too. Usually the first hour, even after it opens, is okay. But after that hour, that's kind of it. You kind of have to go wherever the crowd is not. So you get know? yourself in and get straight to Gringotts. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Just get in, get film stuff, get it ready, and you know what? And then get your fill of it that hour, you know? Don't waste yeah. any time. Well, at least then you can after say... After that, you, then play it by ear. Yeah, you, at least then you can say, okay, I've done Gringotts. I've seen the shops. I've eaten. Uh, and then you can just mingle and watch people go crazy in the streets. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff there. There's Nocturne Alley. And I heard there's supposed to be wizards walking in the streets everywhere. You're not supposed to know who's who. Because there are people that dress up in robes anyway, kind of tourists that go in that are fans of Harry Potter. And they're going to be in there kind of mixed in with the kind of actor type people, face characters. Well, so then around. when it starts to get awesome. crazy, see, when it starts to get crazy, then you can get on Hogwarts and head then from Diagon over to um, to uh, Hogsmeade. Which yep. Hopefully, then you're passing the bulk of people trying to make their way over to Diagon. Or, right. hence the reason why I said the second day, if, you, if the line is horrible trying to get on to uh, Hogwarts Express, use your second day, your you know your first hour, get on Hogwarts and ride it back and forth. Yeah. I mean, good. that's the stuff that I'm thinking, but... And what's great is, is too, is... Universal is not just Harry Potter. There's a whole bunch of stuff to do that's crowded. That won't well, be crowded. I trust me. No, there's, yeah, that, that place is. Because we went on Men in Black. I think you guys went on Men in Black and all stuff over there on that side. There's, there's nobody. No one there. Yeah, there was nobody anywhere. Well, Mummy. Heck, Mummy. I mean, we walked straight And on you went at a time when it was freshly opened, kind of, huh? Yeah, we went. Uh, let's see. They opened it. I just found this out today. They opened Wizarding World on June 20th. And we were there uh, September. Uh, I want to say it was 28th, 29th. So we'll probably hit those crowds when we go. Uh, yeah, I, I'm hoping. Uh, now, you, we should throw out there, too, that there is there is rumor that this place may not open until August. Because right now they're yeah, staying there. Well, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to... They, that's what the guy... That's what Jim Hill said on his podcast, actually. was. It was kind of neat, because they, they were just like, we don't care if it takes a while. We want it to work right. You know what I mean? And that's true. I mean, operationally, that could be a nightmare if it doesn't. Do you think about it? Those trains are going down. I mean, what are you going to do? You have people that... Oh, those yeah. Those lines no, will that's start a backing nightmare. up. I don't even want to know what happens there. Can you imagine a hot day in August? The trains are not working? Oh, no, I can't. Yeah, don't. I, and people waiting six hours just to get into the park. 
Yep. I mean, that's what happened just to get into Wizarding World last time. So, hence more reason to get a room booked now if you're even thinking about going and get it booked for a couple days at least. And, uh, and then at least you're on property. You've got that hour cushion. You've got... And get yourself out of bed. Get yourself out of bed. And get right, think about there. how to, like, satisfactory you feel after, like, you've gone on everything. Even though you'll look at it later and you're like, I want to go on it again. Maybe you can't. But you get the satisfaction on your own. I got on that. And I didn't have to wait in a long line. Right. You know? Yep. I think, yeah. And if, I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, even at this point, Express Pass, they're not going to let you use Express Pass in. in yeah, I, I, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. So that, would not, that would make the queue so long. Yep. <laughs> so don't think about buying an Express Pass. You know, stand yeah, up your and buying an Express Pass because you're, you're wasting your time. Just make sure you get yourself up way early and use that hour. And then yep. sort those things out. Obviously, you know, uh, Gringotts and Hogwarts are going to be slammed. So do those two things. Shops are shops. You're going to go in and out of them. Restaurants are going to be busy, but go to restaurants and off times. Uh, Restaurant-wise, we have Leaky Cauldron, and we have an ice cream shop, correct? I think that's what's yes. there. All right. So, I don't know. Those are the those are the big things that we can give you right now. Uh, let's see. Cameron and I will be there September 17th, 18th, 19th, I think is what, it's, what we're looking at. And so, definitely, as we get closer to that, we're going to keep doing shows and announcing this. We're going to try to do some live stuff quickly but a lot of our time is going to be spent also trying to film and get audio so uh if live things happen they may happen from uh leaky cauldron when we're sitting maybe trying to get yeah. a bite to eat and having we'll a butterbeer right there you go oh, yes yeah butterbeer that's yeah butterbeer i like butterbeer anyway so adam, <laughs> adam wasn't a fan but anyway um i can't think of anything else that i want to throw in right now and we've actually gone on for quite some time here so yeah i've just really tried to not leave stuff out of this one and i'm really excited to keep talking about this stuff so as we uh keep getting closer and closer and they keep releasing stuff you're going to keep hearing more and more shows from us about it and a lot of times you're going to say yeah i heard you say this on the last one uh but i always look at this stuff as uh there are new listeners with almost every every show every couple shows and so if they don't have the chance to go back and hear the older show that's why i recap things a lot of times and then update them with what we know now but i'm telling you right now if anybody's even considering doing this trip uh try to do, don't do it during the summer uh consider that annual pass and uh get yourself booked into cabana bay and that's the reason why i say cabana bay is because it's cheaper than the others but you can of course always book into the portofino or the hard rock uh, so anyway, I think that's that's what I have for now. Got anything else, Cameron? I think you covered it. All right, man. Well, this has been fun, and uh, we will be back with you again next week with uh, an attraction show from Disneyland. So, and in case you haven't, get out there and check us out on uh, uh, at YouTube.com/slash These Amazing Places. We're doing the uh, uh, Disneyland Daily. That means that if you're subscribed. Uh, we have a video coming out every single day that shows you a little piece of uh, the heaven that is Disneyland. So you can also contact us, and we'd love to hear from you at podcast at These Amazing Places. Until later, uh, enjoy life. Take care, everyone. This podcast has been brought to you by the fun folks at TheseAmazingPlaces.com. Thanks for listening.